Hi, my name is Dave Morris, and this is my first podcast for HPR. I want to talk to you on the subject of Vim plugins. I started using VI a fair time ago when I was uh, given the job of administering a bunch of multi-user Unix systems. Um, I found that VI was available on most of these systems. Um, if it wasn't, then the alternative was a thing called ED, which was appalling. <laughs> anyway, whatever whatever happened, um, Emacs was quite hard to come by, and it certainly wasn't available on the machines out of the box. I'm not quite sure when I moved from VI to Vim and GVim. Uh, might even be as long as 15 years ago. But uh, since then, it's been my editor of choice, and I've tended to use GVim and have it configured up as a as an IDE. It's not quite as smooth as a purpose-built IDE, but uh, it's not bad, so long as you know its uh, strangenesses. Now, for this talk, I'm assuming you know the basics of Vim. If you don't know how to install plugins, then... I've uh, pointed you to a very useful article in the show notes. The show notes will also tell you where to get each of the plugins. And you'll notice that some of them have not been updated for a while. But the, my choices of plugins tend to have quite high ratings. So hopefully they'll be useful to you. There are a few images in the notes, all of which are set up using GVim, for examples. You need to have a good read of the help text for each plugin if you decide to, to use them. So the first one I want to talk about uh, is called Nerd Tree. I'm not quite sure where they came up with that name, but uh, certainly a tree, and it's used by this nerd anyway. Um, it's a file browser uh, which, when you invoke it, uh, tends to sit on the left-hand side of your um, window. Um, it splits. I don't know if you, if I'm assuming you know a bit about Vim windows. Um, whatever, it uh, splits the main window and drops itself on the left hand side. You invoke it with a colon command. The colon commands um, open up the uh, command line at the bottom of the, the window. You, you would type nerd tree, and it's quite important to get the capitalization right. That's capital N E R D T, lowercase r double -E, e, and then you follow that with the directory name. Now, I prefer to use nerd tree with GVim because it tends to be a generally more usable. You can use the mouse to, to click on things and um, scroll it, and so on and so forth, which I just generally find more usable. There are lots of key mappings within NerdTree. Uh, far too many to talk about here, but just to give you a flavor, if you put your cursor on a directory in the NerdTree itself, then pressing T will open a new tab with that tree in it. So you can be editing multiple files out of the same directory in different tabs. If you're not um, up to speed with Vim tabs, then I'll leave you to do a bit of investigation on that. Um, it's a very, very powerful feature. I definitely recommend you use it. The other the other one I use quite a lot is putting the, the cursor on a directory pressing lowercase r will cause the directory to be refreshed. 
Nurtree also offers bookmarks, uh, which you can create um, through various commands or key sequences, which I won't go into. Uh, there are lots and lots of configuration options that you can put in the .vimrc file, and I've given you some examples in the show notes um, where I make sure that Nerdtree is only invoked when uh, I'm in GVim mode and not in standard Vim mode. I'll mention, probably mention for every plugin actually, the the, the way that you get help, but mostly um, it's pretty much the same. You would type colon H or help if you wish. H is the abbreviation, followed by the name of the plugin, and it I I didn't know myself actually, but I just discovered that pretty much all of these plugins don't care about the case of the the name that you type after the the H, and that's largely because the the authors have made sure that the relevant tags are in the in the help files that will get you to where you want to be, regardless of what case you you give. The other note I, I thought you might be interested in is if you put your cursor in the nurtry window and press the question mark, then you get a quick help, which is um, a quick abbreviation, a, a list of abbreviations for how to uh, use the plugin. Okay, so the next one is called Bash Support. Uh, it uh, this offers a lot of facilities that you'd expect to find in an IDE and as you can guess it's specifically designed for working with bash scripts. It uh, adds a menu to gvim called bash not surprisingly. Now you can look at the show notes to get an image of what it what it looks like with the menu open. I use it particularly to start each script with a standard header um, so that all of my scripts look pretty much the same, contain the same sort of comments and uh, and that type of thing. You can also do things like maintain a library of code snippets that you can you can paste into your code so thereby saving you from hunting about all over the place for ways to do things that you might have forgotten. Um, it can do stuff like check the syntax of a script, run it, debug it, and as usual there's a whole bunch of keyboard shortcuts. These in general uh, begin with a backslash so backslash CT lowercase inserts the current date and time at the cursor which is great for putting timestamps in your in your comments or anything of that sort and not too surprisingly help for this is invoked with colon H bash hyphen support or indeed bash without the hyphen support, bash support just as one word. So this particular writer has made sure that lots of tags in the file will get you to where you want to be in the help text. From the same stable as bash support is another plugin called Perl support. Um, you probably gather that I'm a bash and Perl scripter. I spend a fair bit of time writing these things. Um, this one gives you equivalent facilities for editing Perl scripts and it adds a Perl menu to GVim. I say it, say it that way because there are no menus in in uh, standard Vim. It's another advantage of GVim of course. And again I use it to to form standard headers and um, I've got boilerplate which will create me a sort of standard empty script that I can then populate. 
Um, again, you can manage code snippets with it, and it will check syntax, run or, and debug a script. One of the functions I use quite a lot, and uh, it's um, is called Perl Tidy. This is actually a standalone utility that uh, you can use with a per when building a Perl script. Um, its abbreviation is backslash back, excuse me backslash ry, and what Perl Tidy does is to reformat your code, and it does that um, according to its own built-in style. But you can you can change that. You can adjust it. Um, so you can set up your own personal or house style if you're if you're part of a group doing collaborative programming. It's it's amazingly important to have similar style. Otherwise, you find it difficult to read somebody else's code. The, the way you configure it is through a .perltidyrc file, and there's loads of documentation about this. I personally f prefer to use it through GVIM because uh, it's a bit of uh, a hassle to use standalone, I find. You have to remember more. Uh, the other one I use, the other, the other part of Perl support that I use is Perlcritic. This is invoked with backslash rpc. This is a thing that does a compliance check with the Perl Best Practices book written by Damien Conway, who's a big name in the Perl community. Um, there's an image in the show notes that shows a script being subjected to this. It, there's, a, there's a certain sort of schoolmarmish feel to the way that it uh, um, criticizes your code. There's times when you want <laughs> to throw it out the window, but... Uh, on the whole, it, it does does some really useful things. You can turn turn up and down its level of criticism. Um, again, it's more convenient to use through an editor than it is to use the standalone version. And finally, you can invoke help for Perl support by typing colon h Perl support with or out without the, the hyphen. Next, I want to mention a plugin called Man Page View. Um, not too surprisingly, this uh, allows you to view man pages from within the editor. You invoke it by typing colon man with a capital M, uh, M-A-N space, and then the topic. Or you can position your cursor on a, an editing window and press capital K, and it will um, invoke the uh, the viewer, if it can, if, if the keyword has a man page entry is relevant to a man page. So once you've got your man page up, you can search it, scroll it about, cut and paste from it, which is always very useful. There'll be good examples often in a man page that you might want to try out. I certainly find this amazingly useful. It saves hopping out of the editor and going to look at something on, on another window, perhaps. It's, uh, its help, as usual, is invoked with colon H man page view. The next plugin for you is called Surround. It allows you to add, delete, or change so-called surroundings. Um, by this I mean things like pairs of quotes, pairs of braces, parentheses, and so forth. This one is driven entirely by key sequences. The examples that I've given you some examples in the show notes because it's uh, it really needs something that you can look at to uh, to fully appreciate. But I'll just see whether I can speak about a couple of them. If your cursor is in 
an editing window inside a string enclosed in quotes. Then, if you type ds, both lowercase, quote, and then um, that's it. Yeah, that's all you type. If you type that, then it just deletes the quotes. ds, quote, deletes the quotes. If you're inside a string in brackets, square brackets, then if you type cs, square bracket, close, that's close, square bracket, close parenthesis, then it will delete the square brackets and replace with parentheses. So you can see it's actually quite a powerful thing. Little, little hard to get your head around, but personally I think well worth the trouble. Again, as always, you can get lots of help about how to use this with colon H surround. Next comes Fugitive. This is an interface to the Git version control system that you can use within the editor. And um, I've put a, an example of what what the screen looks like if you type the command colon capital G status. That's the equivalent of the um, command line git status that shows you the current state of a repository. It gives access to pretty much all of the uh, the git commands through one means or another, um, either with direct commands or with uh, commands to which you can add arguments. Again, its help is invoked through colon h fugitive. Tag list is my next example. This is a plugin that lets you help. It gives you help with um, browsing source code. It creates a menu within GVim. The menu is called Tags. Um, and when you when you're you're editing a piece of source code, then you'll find that the Tags menu is populated with the the functions, classes, and and other major um, elements of your source code. You simply need to go to the menu and click on a tag to position the editor at that particular point. So if you're trying to find a, um, a the declaration of a subroutine, whatever language you're dealing with, um, then clicking on it will take you take you there. Under the hood, it uses a package called Exuberant C Tags, which is the most fantastic name. Um, and its job is to build a, a list of tags. So it, it has syntactic knowledge of a whole bunch of languages, um, which it uses to build a, a tag file. And um, this this is then used by the, the tag list. There are other tag features within built into to Vim, um, which I won't go into now, but uh, this, I believe, gives you a quite easy route to um, to using um, this particular feature. Anyway, there's an image in the show notes that, uh, that gives you some idea of what you can do with it. And um, now this, the reason I've been telling you about how to get the help is that there are a few instances that don't conform to the, the normal um, normal way of, of doing it and in this this is one particular case in this case you need to type colon h space tag list dot txt that's because tag list is a is already a, 
a name within the standard vim help file so that particular command invokes the thing specifically for this plugin and my last plugin is called supertab i think this is slightly con controversial um partly because i'm not sure i like it um it this provides word completion via the, the tab key and there's an example of it doing this in the in the show notes so you type at least one character of the word that you're hoping to type you've forgotten how to spell it or something you press tab and a pop-up menu comes up with the various options that, uh, that this could be the various words that, that could match this now, the thing that I'm not sure I like about this is that it hijacks the tab key um, and this means that if you want to enter a real tab for any reason then you need to use control tab to, to do it which I'm not sure I, I want I would like to be able to switch this on and off as I need it um, and I haven't yet found a way of doing it there are other tab completion plugins available which I have not tested yet I think I'm going to do that and uh, see if there's something better than this this seems to be the most popular one judging by the the rating though so that's my list of, of plugins um, this was quite a quick review there's a lot to be said about each one uh, each could have a, a podcast to itself I guess if anybody would ever listen um, the other thing to tell you is there's a whole world of plugins available on www.vim.org very very large number which you can browse through so hope you found that useful You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike, 3.0 license.